Armstrong and Getty. The birthplace of talk radio. I hear all these idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was. Holy God. My gosh. Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah. It's such a bizarre world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. And instead of asking a nasty, snarky question like that, you should ask a real question. This is Ed McMahon. And now, he... Armstrong and Getty. Getty, Getty. Live from Studio C. Hey, senior. What is it? A dimly lit room? Keep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. And today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Nothing but coronavirus all the time fatigue. Yeah. Except yeah. for the memes. America's meme game is at its height. This will be remembered as bad times for the economy, good times for memes. And a bit of a resurgence of, uh, of parody songs I'm seeing. Oh, well, yeah. back to the bad times. <laughs> yeah, there'll be some ugliness that comes out of this. And one of the ugly things that's come out of this is the return of parody songs. Yeah. Mm. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. The whole coronavirus all the time thing. That's a tough one, because it's pretty huge. I find myself interested in it consistently. But then, and this is a discussion around the dinner table last night at my house, uh, the kind of lingering stress and weight that, uh, that I think a lot of people are feeling these days, even if you don't quite recognize it moment to moment. Well, and which, and which is getting to you the most? The economic one, the I'm not at work or my business is closed, or I'm retired, and I've got a third as much money as I used to have. Or, or I'm kind of concerned about dying. Or I mean, the health. That. Or the health aspect. Right. Or both. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's there's no getting away from that. No doubt about it. Um, got a good little feature on uh, how much people now hate celebrities. Oh, uh, wait a minute. Back to was, the good times. <laughs> that I thought was pretty good. Yes. That maybe, you know, <laughs> overstating things is what you do as a columnist. Or a pundit. They just overstating things is really, that's the whole game, right? Um, but uh, the, the relationship has changed between celebrities and people, and it was long overdue. Mm-hmm. But uh, it seems that after decades of celebrities lecturing us about this and giving us advice about that and us wanting to peer into, our, into their lives, for whatever reason, peering into their lives at their home and them saying, you know, stay strong out there makes us hate them. Right. I don't know why that is. I know I react that way, and it seems everybody reacts that way. Oh, shut up. Look at you in your house. Shut up with your Ours not to strong. question why, Jack. Ours just to enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, this weird belief that because somebody is an actor or a singer, they're a higher form of life. Stop it. Stop it. Or, Most of them are nuts. Well, they're all kind of trying to go with this. Uh, we're sharing in your hardships. See, we're at home, yes. too. But but yes. you're not. I can see that by looking at you. You have a gigantic estate. Your son, your son is riding around on some sort of hovercraft <laughs> on what appears to be a three-acre back lawn. <laughs> Boo freaking who? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Congratulations on your social distancing. Yeah. yeah no everybody kidding. agrees the number one most hated was J-Lo and A-Rod. Oh, it was uh, so terrible. In which the New York Times columnists said, you realize everybody hates you now. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. So I like that. You know, that that's a positive, right? That's a positive oh, development. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's a good development. 
As long as these numbers continue to be true, it's uh, troubling. So the number of deaths jumped about 28% day-to-day in the United States yesterday. 28% jump in one day. Mm. That's uh, pretty significant. That's got to flatten out. Right. Ain't going to for a while. Where are we on the curve? Is that number going to increase over the next 10 days? Probably. Or is it on the decrease? I mean, if we see that on the downside, that's a wonderful number. Just depends where you are. Sure. And and you don't know till you get there. Right. Seemed like I was getting a lot of good news in a row yesterday, and I was thinking, like, yeah, maybe we might be through the worst of this. Then it was a series of bad news that I... Just randomly came across it. I got a little optimistic there. Right. So yeah, I know it. Depends on what it. channel you're on or which. Uh, it's an up and down. Which headline you see or whatever, I it's guess. It's an emotional uh, roller coaster, as they say in the cliche business. On the other hand, Jack, I think we lifted everyone's spirits last night when we treated how to figure out what your 1800s baseball name is. Mm, okay. <laughs> For instance, you use your. Uh, That's your... different than the coronavirus. What you just your your current mood and what you just ate is the coronavirus name. Yeah, that's that's too heavy. This is your 1800s baseball name. You use your initials, and uh, I am. Let's see, I'm crazy Pete, crazy Pete Rodriguez. That's my 1800s baseball name. Middle let's infielder. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Nimble, nimble as hell. Jack, you're also crazy. Uh, let's see. You're Crazy Joe Michaels or McInnes. Crazy Joe McInnes. Oh, middle reliever. Yeah, Irishman. Yeah, um, uh, it's a was, wicked breaking pitch. Was crazy. A, Everything uh, moves. Is it was crazy a big uh, nickname back in the day? Uh, apparently. Well, we both start with the letter J. Our oh, first I name. So, gotcha. uh, let's. Sean, are you? Uh, do you mind giving your middle name or just the initial? Uh, M. M. Well, it must be a secret. Now we got. <laughs> now we must know what Sean's oh middle name gosh. is. McNeil, Madeline, M- Madeline. <laughs> you are Baby Doll Robinson. <laughs> oh, I'm uh, a, that's a big slugger. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The long balls, your thing, man. Yeah, I'm, I was crushing it back in the day. <laughs> so we tweeted that uh, chart at uh, our Twitter account. Obviously, where are you going to tweet it? Facebook? No. <laughs> Idiot! Shut up. <laughs> Let's introduce everybody to the squad. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? Good. It's been back to nature for me. I'm, I'm taking this crisis to go in a walk-in off where there's very few people and just get back to nature and turn off the TV and just, you know, be alone with my thoughts. I'm there doing that go. every day. Alone good. with your thoughts. Good for the soul, Michael. Good yep. for you. And remember, busybody idiots, it's not that you can't go outside. It's that you can't go near humans. So if you see some guy alone in the woods, you should be in hell. <laughs> no, no, it's not the idea. Like the lady yelling at the other lady at the gas station. What are you doing? You touched the pump. <laughs> There's positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Had a bit of a text whoopsie daisy yesterday as uh, I inadvertently sent a message to the uh, to the show collective group chat. Um, uh, no, no, no tastefully done nudes, so thankful there, because there's a good chance that could have been it. Um, but, uh, what I did send was, I am now out of cheese. And, uh, I realized pretty much immediately that went to the wrong place, said, oops, LOL. And then I, I sent that message off to the, the appropriate receiver. But then I just let it hang out there, to which Jack then responded at some point later, I really want to hear the under, other end of that conversation. Exactly. Well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, 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 
I was trying to figure out whether that was some euphemism for something horrendous, but uh, I, I'm guessing you were just out of that dairy product. I was quite literally out of cheese. Now, you yes. may remember, I believe a little more than a week or so ago, I, I had run out of milk, and so cereal mm. was no longer a dietary oh. staple for me, and I mentioned I will be going to nachos ah. until... Uh, you know that that's going to be my next go-to, and now I, I, think, am, I think I've I, leapt ahead here. Yeah, and, uh, I'm out of cheese, so that is <laughs> wow. no longer a thing. Wow, I am getting uh, further and further down into the reserves, but still plenty to go. I, I'm I'm doing my best not to sprint out to just get the those one or two things. I'm trying to you know condense my trips to the grocery stores mm, exactly. as few as possible. Yeah, it's just smart. So uh, so yeah, that that kind of what led to me uh, led me to turn on my stove for a couple times, and I'm actually eating healthy for the first time in a while. Sean is now down to dry rice. Yeah. And when the, with the dentist closed, he's starting to look like something out of the tiger cat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, you uh, you mentioned and try not to go out. I end up going out and about for a variety of reasons. And I was at the Walgreens yesterday. I really need someone to nail down the information on masks. I need to know that because, like, I was at the Walgreens yesterday and I wore my mask because my wife's making me wear the mask because our son has uh, <clears throat> got the immune system compromised situation, and uh, so I'm wearing the mask. Why not? Nobody else is. I'm at I'm, I'm at a drugstore mm. and pharmacists and everybody else. And you know, at a at a pharmacy, there's, there's by definition lots of sick people waiting in line for medicine. And the pharmacists and nobody's wearing a mask. And I'm just thinking, are am I overreacting? Are they underreacting? I see stories where I I'm still seeing stories that say masks don't do any good. Oh please, I'm seeing That's masks silly. that saying oh, we should all be wearing masks. We'd be over this by now. And every story in between. Yeah. Um, so somebody sent us a text yesterday about like the 90 rules for wearing the mask or it's pointless. Most of them seemed ridiculous to me. Right. Um, but I don't know that. Yeah. This needs to get nailed down at the highest level. Brr, good luck with that. Yeah, apparently. The it's idea sh- that masks don't do any good is utter fiction. That's ridiculous. It just doesn't seem possible to be. The it, fact it that isn't. Since I had the mask on and I'm like, you know, it, it's uh, you labor a little bit to breathe. That's how much it's it's. Uh, cutting off the air mm-hmm. well that by definition has got to be cutting out on various droplets it has to be well especially give the especially given the fact that they've determined that if you take in a lot of virus you're you're way more screwed than if you take in just a little bit but how come nobody's wearing them anywhere not nobody but very few people shortages mainly i think is, yeah, is that's one of the big things right now yeah if they're readily available you think that people do wear them? um some yeah hmm. yeah i would be you would be. If At this point, yeah, yeah. Huh. I've, I've heard enough to where it's not an immunity shield, but I believe it helps in some percentage. Yeah, it takes like two seconds to put yeah, it on. They, right? they, yeah. Right. If you have one, there's little reason not to and just being an exercise and overly cautious, I guess. I have a video on how to properly put them on and wear them. We could post it at armstrongandgetty.com. I mean, as good as any other video. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Tuesday, March 31st. I mean, on that topic. Gotcha. <laughs> I mean, it's not as good as like a uh, yeah. baby monkey riding on a pig. Or the the guy on a buffalo, guy on a buffalo, right? Or the uh, English like soccer commentator uh, doing play by play of his two dogs eating. That's hilarious. But it's a good video for putting on masks. Is my point. The Jack Blacks on TikTok is a pretty good video. I don't know if you guys have caught that yet. Oh Lord, we'll have to talk about that later. It's a big man to be dancing. uh, Watch this kick though. That is something. (laughs) Um. It is uh, It is March 31st. It is the end of one of the weirdest months in all of our lives. The year 2020, we are Armstrong and get in. We approve of this program. Oh, my God. Here comes April. Anyway, let's begin the show of now, officially according to FCC rules and regs, at Mark. Political condoms. Vote for me or you need this because you're screwed. 
Wow, I haven't heard that one yet, so it must be from episode uh, after episode three. Oh, I'm yeah, the... you haven't gotten to the part where he runs for governor yet? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. We just watched three wow. last night, and we're not there yet. Yeah. Oh, boy. Three has me considered she's a murderer, but uh, I don't know. Um, how's mailbag look? Oh, very nice. Very nice. Uh, you know, we're not going to get to even nearly all of it next segment, but we have some great notes from people around the world dealing with the coronavirus and, and, and their experiences and the different governments and everything. Very interesting. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's stuff to talk about today in our text line, 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. So there are four European countries that have made masks mandatory if you're out and about. Well, we still struggle to figure out if they do any good or not with various experts telling us various things. Yeah, yeah. For some reason. I'm beginning to rethink the First Amendment. I think there needs to be a licensing process, I, uh, both for individuals and for media outlets. I was about to say I don't mind incompetence, but I do mind incompetence at that level. Find somebody who's good. But I really uh, dislike maliciousness or uh, malevolence. And if it's because there aren't enough masks and they're just telling us uh, that you don't really need to wear a mask because they're worried about not having enough masks, well, that is really not cool. No. It's understandable, but it's reprehensible. Mailbag. Freedom-loving quote of the day from the fabulous Thomas Sowell. Since wealth is the only thing that can cure poverty, you might think that the left would be as obsessed with the creation of wealth as they are with the redistribution of wealth. But you would be wrong. Interesting thought. There's plenty of it out there. Wealth is the only thing. The the billionaires got it. Just take it from them. I'm a 51-year-old woman, long-time listener. Absolutely love you guys, writes Kay. Thank you for the the note, Kay. I cannot watch any news or read any news, really, at this time. It's just too much, too overwhelming, too stressful. I appreciate the honesty and delivery of information without terrifying me every single second. Uh, thank you uh, for that note. Yeah, we're trying to keep that in mind, trying to keep a little balance. Oh, by the way, why don't I just go ahead and slip this one in? Nice note on a number of topics from Brandon, including there have been an increasing number of studies showing that A, masks do help, and B, homemade masks, even a bandana can help stop the spread. One study from Cambridge University, Cambridge Jack, showed that even a scarf wrapped around your face can stop about half of .02 micron particles, which is about the size of the coronavirus. Remember, it's about the amount of virus that gets in, not just the virus itself. So even if a simple majority of people began wearing at least a scarf wrapped around their face in public, it would dramatically slow the spread. If that's true, and I would guess that it is. Cambridge, Jack. If that's true, then why isn't every press conference starting and ending with Fauci and and Bricks and Trump and everyone else saying... Everybody, if you go outside, wear a mask of some sort. Right. Everyone. Right. Why, Whatever why, you got. Why is that not happening? I don't know. I have no idea. Or at least, listen, you're in one of those hot spots we've been talking about. New York, Detroit, uh, Louisiana, you know, Bay Area, San Francisco, whatever. Wear a mask. Seattle, obviously. Oh, boy, the number of prison guards, corrections officers, who's way, who've weighed in on my idea of becoming the Robert Parker of Pruno, the, <laughs> the wine expert of prison wine, 
Uh, the number of you fellows who've weighed in has been really amusing. I like this note from John. I'm going to rephrase it, Jack, because I don't want to cause people to unswallow their oh. their their breakfast. Right, enjoying their pop tarts. I know what that means. Exactly. John Rice says, I drive to work and hear of Joe's plan to travel around testing and rating different Brunos. <laughs> I was almost forced to yak in my car. I've had the opportunity in my 12 years as a correctional officer to... Mm, he's dealt with Pruno before it's drank, and then sometimes people drink too much, Jack. Mm. And then I'm afraid to report they throw up. Oh, I've read about that. And he said there's really no difference in how it seems... Before you drink it and after you drink it. Hilarious. About the same. So uh, good luck, but I wouldn't recommend it, he says. Thanks for the advice, uh, John. This is a nice note from uh, Anonymous. Guys, working night shift in ER. Uh, It seems social media and regular media is painting hospitals as places of doom, no supplies, dying patients, chaos. I work in a major trauma center you're both familiar with. I want to say it's okay here and in most hospitals. We're used to being busy with very sick people. Um, That's why they come. Everything will be okay. Just be smart and don't panic. And, uh, 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 Anne has been listening about forever. So thank you, Anne. Varies place to place, obviously, but uh, that's good to know. Uh, let's see. And then uh, JT says, if looters can be shot, what about politicians who loot to taxpayers during a time of emergency? Asking for a friend. Yeah. Well. And he passes along a link to the uh, the big bailout bill, which could be our biggest climate bill ever. Wait, climate? What? Some business news as of Friday, the video conferencing company Zoom has valued at more than $40 billion, or roughly as much as Uber, which makes sense since they're both places where users have no idea how to mute themselves. Huh? Yeah. Um, uh, Zoom, something uh, many of us had never heard of, and now everybody's used. That's a, that's a heck of a thing for a product in a short period of time. Um, uh, this is uh, somewhat troubling from the Today Show. Savannah Guthrie, Dr. Burks, just told Savannah Guthrie, if we do things together well, almost perfectly, we can get in the range of 100,000 to 200,000 fatalities, which apparently shocked Savannah Guthrie. Wow. She said, I think in some of the metro areas, we were late in getting people to follow the 15-day guidelines. So if we do things perfectly, which we probably won't, no, uh, we'll be in the range of 100,000 to 200,000. That's a lot. Would masks help, Jack? That's a heck of a question. Why am I asking him? <laughs> well, I'm asking the universe. Because the wildly conflicting information is just, well, it's angering. Because I think I know what's going on. Yeah, and, and my wife's been making me wear the mask. And uh, I don't really is want to. Just because she's not fond of your looks? Or just asking. <laughs> Could you put on like a wig and it's a, talk in an accent? She also wants me to talk in an accent. Liam Neeson mask. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but because of our son's health, she wants me to wear a mask. And, and so I am. It's no big deal. Uh, but I'm often, I was at the Walgreens yesterday. The only person in the entire store, including everybody in the pharmacy, work, you know, meeting with sick people all day long. So should I be wearing the one or not? Well, Tucker Carlson took the last three minutes of his show last night to delve into this. This is practically a public service announcement for us to run this as he's trying to nail this down. 
So in any crisis, trust is critical, and not just for moral reasons, for practical reasons. The government can't coordinate a national response if the public doesn't believe what it says and doesn't believe the government's looking out for its best interests. That's why honesty is essential at times like this. When the government lies, people know, they can tell, and then they stop listening. From the beginning of the Chinese coronavirus epidemic, mask shortages have been a major problem. Some people hoarded hundreds or thousands of them. Manufacturers couldn't keep up. In some cases, apparently, they were sent overseas. The foreign countries we outsourced our factories to prudently decided to keep the masks for themselves. Nationalism is real in a crisis. And of course, here in the United States, our own government didn't have nearly enough masks stockpiled to cope with what has happened. Now, from the start, honesty would have been the right policy in the face of this. We could have just said to the public, we messed up, but healthcare professionals, the sick and the elderly, need the masks most so they get priority. And people would have understood that because it makes sense. But the government didn't do that. Instead, they told us lies, dumb lies, that anyone who thought about it for a second could see right through. They told the public, you shouldn't buy masks because masks don't work. On February 29th, the Surgeon General tweeted this, quote, Seriously, people, stop buying masks. They are not effective in preventing the general public from catching coronavirus. Can you stop the Because that, that's the one that got my attention. I remember yeah. when I heard that, and I thought, okay, that, that's when I put out of my mind the idea of getting a mask. Mm. The freaking Surgeon General just said, hey, and with kind of, you know, a bit of a snarky tone, dudes, don't need toilet paper, don't need masks. Right. And I thought, okay. So that is a very lawyerly claim that they made. It won't be effective in preventing the coronavirus spread for most people because most people won't breathe it in. Most people won't get it. Well, you think that, that's what yes, they're up to? Then? Absolutely. That's, that's really. Absolutely. Really? Yeah. Well, that's, that is, that's a, a way beyond. I mean, we, okay. could re-word, we could rewind just briefly to that, the, the way that was worded specifically, but it's a very lawyerly <sighs> statement. Go that's ahead, really right, not The certain general tweeted this, quote, Seriously, people, stop buying masks. They are not effective in preventing the general public from catching coronavirus. But if health care providers can't get them to care for sick patients, it puts them and our communities at risk. Yeah, that was, again, that was a effective very... At, effective at the general public, not necessarily right. an individual. Right, yeah. exactly. He was just saying they're, they're more badly needed in the medical uh, profession, which is true, but couldn't trust us. And, you know, a lot of people are stupid. Uh, I get it. But uh, let's go on. The CDC amplified this untruth even now the cdc's official coronavirus guidelines only recommend wearing masks for those who are sick or their caregivers the press joined in too a cnn piece from march 2nd says this quote americans don't need masks the cdc says that healthy people in the u.s should not wear them because they won't protect them from the novel coronavirus in fact face masks might actually increase your risk for infection if they aren't worn properly but medical workers who treat patients with novel coronavirus do need them unquote Time magazine joined in to whine, quote, health experts are telling healthy people not to wear face masks for coronavirus. So why are so many doing it? Why do you think, Time magazine, you moron? The article suggests that believing in masks is some kind of superstition, like not walking under ladders or being afraid of black cats. It's insulting. It's ridiculous. They're telling you masks don't work unless you work in a hospital? How does that work? Does mask effectiveness change based on what job you do? Good one. They're only useful if you're already sick? What? Coronavirus can spread from asymptomatic carriers. That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Oh, wait, you're just too dumb to wear the mask. Okay, because they're really hard to put on. Of course masks work. Everyone knows that. Dozens of research papers have proved it. In South Korea, Japan, Hong Kong, the rest of Asia, where coronavirus has been kept under control, masks were key. So look, 
We understand there's a shortage of masks. We understand only certain people should get them because it's a triage moment. We get it. But stop lying to us because it makes us cynical. It divides the country. Tell the truth. We can handle it. Yeah, that's a damn good point because I'll never take what the Surgeon General says as a fact ever again. No, I'll run it through my what-does-he-really-mean filter. Right. Which is unfortunate. You hate to have to take that step. but No, and for once, I'm not going to blame CNN for reporting. If if the CDC and the Surgeon General are saying you don't need these, it's, it's pretty legit for the news media to <clears throat> report what they said. Yeah, I guess, although I know we have for weeks been saying, wait a minute, those two things don't square. It just doesn't make sense on the face of it. Right, exactly. So I will go back to kicking CNN, if you'll excuse <laughs> me, sir, for being... A, partisan, B, all 24-year-old numbskulls with no life experience, and, and, and C, I can't, I'll think of C later, but it'll be insulting. So if you got them, you should wear them. Yeah, and, and listen, if you're familiar with the Internet, the guidelines for wearing them properly are readily available. It will take you a second to find. And uh, we mentioned the story. The Washington, and it's quite simple. The Washington Post had it. Well, what's the main mistake people make? They wear Just it on make top sure of their you head. Have a or... good, uh, yeah, exactly. They wear it on the back of their head. <laughs> no, they. Um, <laughs> you, you have to make sure you have a good seal. Number one. Um, and, or, or, or. <laughs> exactly. Hilarious. Um, <laughs> and second, a great seal can balance a ball in his nose. When you take it off, you don't touch the front of it, which is where it traps. You know, whatever yeah. might have been trapped. The, the goo. See, that's the problem I have. So whenever uh, I went to the Walgreens yesterday with my mask on and my gloves. But it is so difficult to, okay, so I'm going to have to pay for this with a credit card. Uh-oh. Do I get it out of my pocket first and hold it in my gloved hand? I guess that's what I'll do. So I walk in with the credit card in one of my gloved hands, mm. ready to pay with my mask on. Wielding it like a sword. And then, I, and then she, she asked for my ID, so I had to fish around oh, if no. I could get my ID. So I got my ID, but I've stuck my hand in my pocket now. But I haven't touched anything, I don't think. And then, so I got my ID, and then I have to hand those to her. I assume she's washed her hands as the pharmacist person, but I don't know. That. Then I got to stick it in the machine and press a couple of things. Oh, those buttons, man. I had to press those buttons the other day, and I was like, oh, no. I've gone all this trouble right. to stay clean. Right, but so now I've pressed the buttons and everything like that, and I got it on my gloves. Okay, I'm wearing gloves, but I've touched my credit card with my gloves. Right. So uh, how do I get back out to my car, opening the door, still in possession of my credit card, without my gloves? Because right. if I take my gloves on and then pick up the credit card, I've ruined the situation. Well, you it's, got it's, to it's, disinfect again. Maybe yes. I'm just stupid, but I find this a lot more difficult than it looks to just wear gloves. You just got to dip you like a sheep entirely <laughs> in a tube of or like, not a tube, I can't a, touch my a tub of uh, disinfectant. I got to take off my gloves before I get in my car. I can't be touching my door handle and my steering wheel with right. my gloves. But I got my gooey credit card in my hand, exactly. my gloved hand. I don't know. I just I've been lost by all of it. So I stuck that in my back pocket. And then how do you get it out? back out? I don't know. I don't know how you really should do it to avoid any germs. Well, jeez, I don't know. That's not possible. But I see you. I hear your problem. I mean, what's the proper sequence? Do you just have to, do you have, like, wear a backpack full of gloves and just peel them off, put them on, peel every single thing you do? have two pairs on. Or two to five. (laughs) Just like some comedy act. Just keep peeling them off. Oh, look at Oh, there's more. Right. I don't know. And she handed me the bags of the the, the medicine that I was getting, and so she's touched those. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. 
Troubled times. Uh, yes. Well, that's interesting, that whole mask thing there. And then we had the story last week. Uh, the Washington Post broke the story that Indiana, in Indiana, there was a warehouse with a million and a half masks that the, the government said had expired, which uh, a lot of people say that's not really a thing. No. Um, uh, <laughs> Positive Sean's discussed that in the beer business. It's just the things so they can change out the inventory and yeah. sell more. Sure. Sure. That's and it. It's is fine. it surprising that Congress passed some sort of regulation that they expire after a certain amount of time? So the manufacturer of masks in that person's district gets to make a million and a half more every yeah. couple of years? No, that's not surprising. Well, I doubt you can store them like in the out of doors and subject them to the elements for five years. But something carefully stored in a warehouse? Uh, yeah. And they're a couple I, of years I need to old. I hear from an expert telling me that's a real thing before I think it's not. Chance a cupboard moth got in and ate a hole in one? Maybe. I'd still rather have them than not. Sure. How about you pass them out? Let me take my chances. Uh, that sort of thing is just a, a nutso. Well, yeah, and come on. If they're, if they're stockpiled, they're in packaging. I mean, they don't just, like, sh- shoot them out of a... The, you know, some sort of cannon and in a mess on the floor of the warehouse and then sit there. They're all packaged. I would assume. Yes. Hmm. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, quit lying to us, Bef- you lying so liars. So four European countries have made masks mandatory. Yeah. So there, our, there our, our Surgeon General is saying don't wear them. And it doesn't mean these European countries are right. What is the Czech Republic now? I don't know. So speaking of fur and lands, Jack, we have a first-person account from a communist regime. Folks, Armstrong and Getty fans, living there, working there, how it's being handled there, it's something. Just take a moment today to thank God or Uncle Sam or or, or your immigrant forefathers for you living in America. Be glad. Be grateful for all our flaws. It's a good place to be. I want to hear that. I'm looking up at the TV. Surgeon General, this is breaking news on MSNBC. The Surgeon General said improperly worn masks can raise virus risks. So they're trying to tell you that wearing a mask is actually a dangerous thing to do. All right. Again. You're actually doing more harm than good. There's a chance of it. Jack, not only am I a grammar Nazi, I'm a syntax Nazi. And I will tell you what is wrong with that sentence. Okay. When we return. Awesome. Now, I, you will be graded harshly, my friends, but it's for your own good. All right? <laughs> and I carry around a ruler oh, like man. an old nun in a Catholic school. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Way that you can get respiratory diseases like coronaviruses by touching a surface and then touching your face. So wearing a mask improperly can actually increase your risk of getting disease. It can also give you a false sense of security, and you see many of these pictures with people out and about closer than six feet to each other, but still wearing a mask. On a population level, it's important for people to know that we tell sick people to wear masks so that you don't transmit disease to others. But again, if that encourages people to get together too close, then you may mitigate the effect or cancel out the effect of people wearing masks. Oh, boy. That is really treating us like five-year-olds. It really is. Um, Surgeon General, the headline on MSNBC, breaking news, Surgeon General, improperly worn masks can raise virus risks. Yeah, all right. So better just without. Here's the problem. 
That would be in a very specific set of circumstances. Or, you know, that sentence could mean improperly worn masks can raise the virus risk above properly worn masks. Well, okay, that's true, but raise it above your general risk? No okay. way. So you've no been way. wearing a mask, you come in contact with somebody with the COVID, you breathe it in, you would have breathed it in, but it gets sucked onto the surface of your mask instead, and then you touch your mask and then transmit it to yourself by touching your eyes, your nose, your mouth, something, even more than you would have gotten it had you sucked it in maskless. Uh, quick That's follow- what I'm being asked to believe. Quick follow-up question, Mr. Surgeon General. If I wear it properly, does it help? Yeah. Does yeah. proper mask protocol do anything? That's and, what I'm. That's what I need to know. And why don't you just spend that thirty seconds saying, "All right, if you're wearing a mask, because this, that, and the other, here's how you wear it properly." Why didn't you spend that time doing that? That's that just really, that is nonsense. Yeah, that that I hate. I've always I've hated that sort of attitude on things since I was a little kid. I mean, that's like saying I don't know. You, you, okay, you you're wearing safety gloves as you're using a bandsaw. Now, if you jam your thumb or your glove into your eye, it can cause eye damage. So maybe not wear gloves. I mean, that's just idiotic. He sounds really nervous too. He sounds. Like he's spinning. Like he's not happy he's saying yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. At some point. Yes, Sean, did you have a. <laughs> Jack is a five year old. You're treating me like a five year old. <laughs> you child. <laughs> you child. At some point, I want to give a little bit of air, perhaps through a mask, to the point of view that, look, this is all a big overreaction. We got to cut this out. Uh, some very good friends of the Armstrong and Getty show are regularly tweeting various articles and opinion pieces saying this is way too much. This is crazy. Stop it. Do most of these people mean on a national level or in uh, various locales? Because I can see making the argument in various locales that uh, closing down your businesses might not have been necessary, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it depends who you ask. But mostly they're saying, look... Sensible precautions, social distancing, washing hands, but we are crushing the economy. And there have been uh, pandemics. One listener actually wrote us a great email. I'll share that with you in a couple of minutes about the the polio epidemic that uh, generations of Americans grew up with that killed the millions. But life went on because life had to go on. You couldn't shut down forever over it. You just tried not to get it. and You prayed. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm torn. Um, I, I I get the concern for human life, but how long is it going to go on? And how much damage are we going to do? <clears throat> and when 80% of people don't get very sick. Right. And, and losing I, your business is a life-changing for your entire family situation. Right. Right. And And at what point do we do this? If it's a particularly bad flu year, a 60,000-plus flu year, I mean, that's that's not the numbers we're talking about. That's the, not the numbers Dr. Burks were talk, was talking about. No, probably but twice that. it's close. Okay, so 65,000 people die. We just go about our business full speed ahead. It barely makes the news. keep that economy humming. It barely makes the news. Right, we most barely pe- even notice. Most people didn't even know what happened. That was a couple of years ago. But double that, 120-ish, 130-ish. We shut down the economy completely. What about 90? Well, I think the argument What about a number right between? I think the argument is if you don't shut it down to get the 120, you end up with 2 million. Yeah. I mean, they're just uh, 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 Fauci was on CNN saying 
He's talking about a couple of weeks ago when uh, the president changed his mind. He said we presented him the information that had come out of London about the $2.2 million. He said President Trump read it over, shook his head, and said, well, I guess we got to do it then. Yeah, remember, though, that's that number that's been cut down by 80% by yeah. the very researcher who issued it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, and you can't have $2 million a year. I mean, if we have to go into complete hibernation mode for a year, get a handle on this thing, get the vaccine, get the treatment, and then go back to full-bore economic juggernaut, well, I guess we'll just have to deal with it. But, man, there's so many question marks. Those of you who are pitching the whole, get back, this is crazy, get back to work, I admire your certainty. (laughs) How are we not making masks like a million a day? somewhere in this country by now this has been going on for a couple of months i don't know so if masks would cut it way down then freaking get everybody a mask we're the united states of america stop sending things to the moon or whatever and make masks well the companies that manufacture masks are american companies they just have the manufacturing overseas but you can't you y'all's got the plans there at your headquarters right Surely you can get them to a plant. I mean, I'm looking at the mask. It's not that sophisticated a piece of equipment. It's a few layers of fiber and a strap and a aluminum thing to squeeze it on your nose. I mean, how how do we not have zillions of those things? I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. I don't know. And instead, we have the Surgeon General telling us, hey, you might be better off not wearing one. Because if you wear it wrong, it's going to cause more harm than good. So it's really not necessary. That's uh, that's uh, that's not. It's not is where there, I want to be. Is there any chance we learn from our mistakes? 